What's up, everybody? It's your boy. I'm back with another edition of the State of Bitcoin podcast, where I'm joined by Carr, the CEO, big chief of Pleb Lab. Uh, recent, recently changed positions. Uh, one of the co-founders of Pleb Lab. Overall, a great dude. I've been hanging out with him all week long, and we have been putting out some great, great content just around all the cool people that come in and out of Pleb Lab. And Carr goes through his great journey as to what's brought him here and kind of the steps that he's taken to become a, a CEO. And kind of, uh, you know, he's overall a great dude. And if you haven't met Carr or been to Austin or even been to Pleb Lab, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. So please, please, please give it an opportunity. Come down to Pleb Lab, come down in the comments and see the great things that they're building down here in Austin. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, this is not financial advice, so please do not take it as financial advice. It is strictly the opinion of Carr and myself now. Let's get into the episode. Whoosh. Bing bong. I'm back with another edition of the State of Bitcoin podcast, where I'm doing a, a, a little bit of an in-person interview here with the man, the myth, the legend, Carr. But before I get into Carr, shout out to everybody streaming me stats. I do have a few people that have left me boost, but we're recording this on Tuesday, so it's a little earlier than I normally do it. But because we've got a ton of shit going on here at Satspy, so if you aren't uh, if you aren't plugged in on what's going on in Satspy, check out the live streams that I've uh, done throughout the week, and then yeah, this is dropping on Friday, so there's going to be a lot of stuff that you missed. But tune in. I talked to a bunch of people throughout the week, but also shout out to the sponsor, Coddle.co. That's C-O-D-L.co. Best punch plates in the game. Use promo code Green Candle, and you can get a punch plate for uh, for ten percent off. You can save that ten percent. Use it to stack more stats. Get your Bitcoin off of an exchange if you haven't already. I don't know what you're doing, but use a punch plate at coddle.co. Use promo code Green Candle to get 10% off. All right. The man, the myth, the legend, Carr. We, we had you on the live stream for a little bit, but uh, yeah, man, how are you? I mean, I mean we just Thanks, talked dude. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, we just talked like uh, 45 an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I'm doing good. Thanks for, thank you again for coming out to, to Austin. And I really appreciate it, Brendan. I mean, you're, you can definitely feel your impact when you're inside a pub lab. It's it's really cool. The vibes are high. Thanks. So, I appreciate it. Yeah, but, man. I mean, it's it's been a ton of fun. So I mean, yeah. being in your like little world here for uh, what uh, two what days? Yeah, like two days. It's it's awesome. I mean, like what I spent two hours yesterday, two hours mm-hmm. today speaking to plebs on like just all the projects that they're doing. And it's incredible, dude. It's like it's it's just giving me a new life when it comes to Bitcoin. And I I mean I couldn't be yeah. more thankful for letting what, for you letting me kind of come in and crash your party. What do you think about it? Like, what do you think about the uh, the people that you met here as far as like do you see like just from your perspective, I could learn here. Like, what do you what do you what are you seeing? Yeah, man. It uh, so I mean it does seem like there, there's a lot of devs, which is like awesome. You know, they're they're working on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to go to lit devs shortly here after this, which uh, honestly, like I didn't even know that existed. To be honest with you, <laughs> like I I've heard of you know bit devs and other things like that, mm-hmm. but you know, like in Tampa, there's not a Lightning developers uh, meetup or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting for me to kind of see the differences between that and bit devs and that those kind of things and. Uh, yeah, man, it, 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 the other interesting part of it is like, you know, I've kind of, yeah, I'm, we're in the content business a little bit. So, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot. I follow mm-hmm. a lot of people on Twitter that and I feel like I'm plugged in, but then I come here and I'm like, wow, there's like so much shit going on in Bitcoin mm-hmm. land that I'm not uh, aware of. But I mean, that's awesome to me because it's like a lot of people are working on a bunch of different projects that, you know, you highlight in Thriller and, you know, some some of these other people can maybe highlight, but, you know, some of them, you know, that they're just here traveling in and, you know, we get to kind of experience it that way. So I think it's, uh, you know, for me, it, it's, it's exciting and, uh, yeah, man, I just get, I'm getting jacked up just kind of <laughs> sitting here talking about it. Yeah. It's, it's also interesting too. Like for me, I, like I know you said that I'm, I'm plugged into everything that's going on. I even feel kind of slightly unplugged because there's a lot more stuff that um, is just, you know, done, you know, either in stealth or like, you know, no one has paying attention to it. Uh, all the stuff that's happening on Oster. 
I'm, I'm trying to track that and that's even hard to figure out like where everything is there. Um, so I think what I've realized to get the knowledge of like what's really going on in the space, it's, it's, it's literally talking to the devs and finding out what they're interested in and what they're building. And then they, they start mentioning projects that I never heard of. And I'm like, Oh, what's that? And then you come to find out what it is and you learn about it. So I think for me, it, 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 it's talking to everybody kind of what you're seeing and you're kind of stepping in my shoes. You can kind of see like where uh, it becomes infectious almost like, yeah. And I was, I brought it up to you like in the live stream and it just is, it's funny cause it's like the water cooler talk here is just like so interesting. And like any person that you talk to um, you know, they're just building on something else or doing mm-hmm. something else involved in Bitcoin, yeah. uh, which is just like, Hey, I didn't, I didn't even really think that that was like, uh, going to be some sort of you know solution for something and i'm like oh shit this sounds like really cool you know yeah it's it's really interesting there's there's a lot of big brains here doing all sorts of uh, really cool stuff I, I think one of the interesting things that got built this week was the inscription it's a uh, i forget what super called it it's like paint your own inscription or whatever but you can basically like you know put put a jpeg on the blockchain yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean it's probably a lot of people will be upset with that but like he that's just something that he worked on this week it's called inscribe the planet right and so it's, you know the it's, funny thing is is he was telling me things. yeah he was telling me a little bit earlier he worked on that from like like just like starting at 12 like one day <laughs> and him and topher just cranked that out like within like six hours yeah dude i believe it there is like last year he was working on a um uh kind of like a uber replacement he was calling it bull run uh, and then he, I remember he's like, he's like, car, you know, my friend Christopher's going to be working on this Uber thing. And, um, you know, I want to help him. And I'm like, cool. And then he, he literally is just like, you know, um, I think I'm going to build that. I'm like, I'm like, what a decentralized Uber. And he's like, yeah, I think so. And then he literally built it like in five days. And it's just like, it's like, what? Uber? What is going on, man? That, that's incredible, <laughs> dude. That That's the, like, the, awesome. yeah. the guy is just, a. um, I mean, there's there's certain things that have to. I mean, he does it because he wants to build it. Like it's like a, it's it's like an itch he has to scratch, right? But it's yeah. it's also he's he's creating at least something. So if somebody wanted to go do this, they would at least have the 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 frame to how to go and do it. You know, maybe you'd have to go in there and tweak a couple things, but the frame is there that you can go and build, right? A template's there. Yeah, hundred percent. That's kind of the cool thing about um, being in the space is like seeing like all these ideas and, and, uh, and um, projects converge or, you know, um, that's kind of cool. And the discussion is, is part of it. Yeah, for so. sure. All right. Now let's back it up there, Carr. Uh, so for <laughs> those, those who don't know you, I mean, we were kind of just going into it a little bit, just like right off the gun, but all right. Who is Carr? How did you get to become uh, the oh, wow. CEO? Like how did you find Bitcoin? And uh, yeah. yeah, man. I think for me, my kind of story is that, you know, I got interested in Bitcoin. Um, twenty fifteen was when I really, like, really got into it. I saw uh, one of my friends had sent. I was working IT at the time, um, just doing like help desk work. And then one of my friends sent me over this Joe Rogan clip of him and Andreas, like talking about like Bitcoin. And at that time, I was like, oh man, I want, I want a piece of this. Like, I want to. And then it, uh, I went on local Bitcoin and like bought my first Bitcoins on there. And um, at that time, I think KeepKey was around because I think I stored it all on KeepKey. KeepKey was a hardware wallet. So see, I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I bought all these Bitcoins, stored it on KeepKey. And then that's when I saw like Litecoin and some of these other, you know, poo-poo coins. <laughs> and then I bought some of that stuff too. And then I did literally didn't pay attention to it until like 2017. Then I, um, you know, got down the whole crypto thing and uh, I started my media company around that time, but it was around crypto and I didn't really know anything um, about the space, but I, 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 I thought that I, I liked it enough because I thought, you know, you know, there was possibilities there. Mm-hmm. And it was at that time that I started going to like these Ethereum summits and all these kind of events and got, so I basically was just like a crypto reporter for like, you know, 2017 to about 2020. And then around in 2018, I met Gary Leland of uh, Bitblock Boom. And uh, he kind of started orange pilling me over the course of like two to three years. 
Um, and then he would just invite me to Bitblock Boom, go to Bitblock Boom Car. You know, you can learn this. And it was around 2020 that I like I really jumped into it because I saw. I think it was. I think it was that year. I think Parker was doing like a La Tigra like presentation about like the Fed and stuff like that. And it was at that point that I was like, "Whoa, this is it." Um, and then from there, I never looked back. I started doing Thriller Bitcoin full time um, later that later that year because I was stacking Sats the whole time. And, um, and then I just became a big Bitcoin bull. Um, and then it, it was around that time that I, I started uh, the Austin Bitcoin Club in 2021 with my friend Kyle. Um, and then out of that came Plub Lab. Um, and then that and then that was kind of just interesting because like like for me i initially just started austin bitcoin club because i wanted to hang out with other bitcoiners there wasn't really a social thing happening inside of austin so that's kind of how i did it and kyle was just like the perfect guy to help run that thing um and then at that time like austin was kind of brewing and it was just being at the perfect it's just like almost like interesting it's just like being the perfect person at the perfect time and the perfect scenario uh, and then at that point, uh, Austin Bitcoin kind of Austin Bitcoin Club kind of blew up, and everybody wanted to like do hackathons and developers, and so the people at Capital Factory gave us uh, not only the space, but they gave us another space to build Plublop, which was like a hacker space incubator thing. And so we did that from like October of 2021 to about July, October 2022. Um, and so we did that. We helped a lot of startups, you know, get raised and stuff like that. We did stuff with Oshis, AppRise, Stacker News, people like that. And then we had just other friends uh, that were devs involved. Then we did hackathons and stuff. And then it wasn't until about uh, August of 2022, last year, we moved into this space. So then we started doing the this hacker space and accelerator and it was like really cool because we um we had our own space at the time and we we're kind of building it but we didn't really know what we were doing and and like i feel like it's not until like i would say this past couple months um i really started looking at Plub lab and, and kind of seeing its vision for where i wanted to go and what i wanted to be so um that's kind of where we're at right now um kind of a long story but that's kind of like the whole car journey yeah, man, that's a, that's a journey, though. I mean, that, like kind of just sitting back there and like reflecting on that, on like how far you've come in this space. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, if you go on Twitter, a lot of the Bitcoin maxis just, you know, kind of hate on the, the shit coiners and that kind of stuff right now. But I think, you know, part of a lot of people's a lot of Bitcoin maxis journeys now is just kind of going through that that own personal journey and kind of having that eureka eureka moment like you you know maybe you come for the number go up and then you stay for like the hard money principles and kind of the actual money mm -hmm. right behind bitcoin and other things like that but you know you you kind of had like an infinity for bringing people together which i think is very unique on your journey where you know you kind of helped the austin bitcoin club you know you you know you met with gary leland it seems like you've always been kind of you know like networking kind of trying to bring together more bitcoiners so you know has it always been kind of something i guess like that you've been passionate about where it's been like hey you know bringing people together kind of like you know helping raise other people up or um you know so is how it did i uh, yeah yeah i think um well I, I should give some background like my my mom she was a community organizer um in in corpus christi and that's where i'm from originally and so I used to always go with her to like presentations and see how she would do. Like she, we would go to South Padre and we would help out like do her like grassroots stuff that she was doing there. She was involved with like the women's shelter and like uh, Nueces County and stuff. So she would do, I'm sure you can like find her like on, she's all over like their, their local newspaper over there or she was, you know, growing up and stuff. So a lot of people knew my mom. Like it was interesting growing up because like was that your mom like on tea? And i was like yeah that was my mom on tea so it was like she was known inside the community for like being that person that would do outreach and try to help people um so for me i, I was i was more on the art artistic side I, I grew up very much like very creative and my mom would always try to throw me in like different classrooms on the weekends for like artistic stuff i went to art school like just did like i was always that and it wasn't until like i was in college and I actually had a professor and he was like, if you want to be a real artist, I remember I'll never forget. He was like, you want to be a real artist, like real artists go out there and make it. They don't like, you know, 
I don't know why that stuck, but to this day, I just like his words were like, they don't just like, you know, graduate and then become like, you know, the greats. Like they go and do it, like, and they eat dirt and stuff. He was basically saying that. And at the time, I was just kind of like, my friends were like building bands and stuff. And so like, I kind of joined them and started a punk band and like was doing that kind of thing for most of my early twenties, right after I dropped out of college. Uh, at the time, I, at the time, I remember everybody was like, what are you doing? That's a big mistake. Like, but at the time I, I didn't realize it, but I learned a lot of the DIY kind of grassroots stuff was from building bands and like being a part of that culture. Um, and that was, I was very straight edge at the time. Like I never did drugs or anything like that. And it wasn't until like I moved to Austin because eventually I wanted to move to Austin. Like it's the place I used to always come all the time. And so I, I would come back and forth between Austin and Corpus all the time. And it was just a place that I would call my second home. And it, it wasn't until like uh, I came in here, like lived here officially, like in 2010, where I started getting involved with the music scene here in town and like started helping people, you know, facilitate like their band. So basically doing what I used to do for my band, like playing music and like helping grow like the street team or whatever. I would do that for bands here in town. And it was just for free. It was just literally so the, 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 the space could grow and it could be a part of it. And it was a lot of fun. And what I saw during that time in the 2010s, the early 2010s was there was a lot of artists. There was a lot of like, creatives and just like musicians were on the east side and and then it like somewhere around 2014 it just started fading away like it just went away and then so when 2018 2019 2020 happened i remember thinking the same thing too it was like man this bitcoin scene reminds me very much of what the artist creative scene was back in the day like a decade ago and so i just basically did that i kind of just just, you know, started getting involved in the community and just wanted to help. And I've already kind of, my you know, I just grew up seeing my mom do it. I, I did it for my band. I then did it here in Austin with uh, musicians, creatives here. So I already had a background in doing all that stuff. So it was just like the perfect fit. So now when it's like, so now whenever we have like anything Bitcoin community focused here in Austin, it's very easy for me to kind of fit in there and kind of just like start helping out. And I've always just been a person that wants to help people. Like I've never, that's why I created Thriller Bitcoin, right? It's like my little media company. Um, but I just want to be able to kind of document things. And like, I like writing and I like being creative and I like helping people. And that's kind of where it's quite all this kind of exists is because I, I just wanted to feel like it was um, like it, it, it was, if it was important to others and then it, it, it definitely was important to me. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting yeah. you bring up the music scene because, you know, I, I mean, anybody that's kind of on the outskirts of the Bitcoin space probably thinks of Austin as like the music scene. Right. When I was mm -hmm. growing up, it was described as the live self-proclaimed, but mm. the live music capital of the world. But I mean, like you go to any bar or, you know, street, you know, during the week, during the weekend, you're, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to find a live show, which is yeah. you know, pretty unique to Austin. And it's also kind of, you know, the scene in, in Nashville, too. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's unique that you you bring that up because i never really thought about the parallels between you know maybe creatives and and the grassroots movement of music scenes and it kind of seems to have taken heart in like i guess bitcoin right i mean there austin and nashville are two of the biggest hubs and those are kind of the two of the biggest like grassroots oh, scenes point. so i didn't i never really put that together mm. until you kind of uh kind of brought it up but it is interesting and I, and I do see the parallels when you kind of you know lined it out as you did um but you know with that mm -hmm. like as you kind of described your creative background and kind of bringing people together you know when it comes to like how is that I I think like your background and all that you know you you said you you've brought people together for other various things and, mm -hmm. and whatnot like how do you think that that's you know one helped you be where you're at today in pleb lab and like how do you think that that experience is gonna you know help elevate you know where you where you want to see pleb lab going forward because yeah. it seems like you've already kind of you know maybe you, you haven't done it like to a, the full extent or like full time and you're kind of mm -hmm. doing that now full time but um you know you're you're bringing that in and that experience of bringing mm -hmm. together kind of helping the community grow and mm -hmm. it's and shot up like crazy so how do you think that that previous experience has helped you not only you know, develop yeah. the, the Austin as like a Mecca, but, you know, help bring Pleb Lab forward. Yeah, I think I can speak for myself. Like I, um, 
I um there was like I, I it's kind of weird like when I look at the position that I'm in now where I'm, what I'm doing it's um it's interesting like uh, I look back now um and I'm like every single job that I had like I'm using every day like every job every different kind of thing that I learned along the way um, and I'm an old man now, but like, and you're not that old. <laughs> I'm kind of old. <laughs> I won't, I won't dox my age, but like, but it's interesting because like, like I said, the band stuff helped the creative stuff that I do help the community stuff that I do help. Even, um, like I used to do it, so I didn't tell you this part, but like after 2014, after the kind of the, the music thing kind of died here in town, um, or at least a part the community that I was involved with, I got, I got into it and just started doing help desk stuff. And then I became a system administrator, then engineer. I was like the first 20 people inside this company that was, you know, that, that, um, to end up selling. So like, like, like all those things, but even then was learning all that stuff from like 2014 to like 2020 was the client to client stuff, building a business in Austin, learning from my previous mentor there for his company, um, seeing how projects and like growth can can happen um, from a relatively small company in the early beginnings, um, seeing what it's like to actually do, you know, B two B inside of Austin and how to actually make that work. So there's just a lot of that stuff that I use now on my day to day. And then, you know, I, I don't I didn't tell you this part, but like in 2021, I started working with uh, Matt and Marty with with uh, with RHR and TFTC and stuff. And then so learning to, like when I came into Bitcoin, my first job was working with Marty as his producer. And so like learning underneath him and like seeing his day to day and how he worked and how he saw the space and being directly connected to all of his um, people that he was involved with. And like, yeah, just seeing how he he, he seeing how he approached the his, his his job and what he does and like all the things that he does and being able to ask him questions and like say like why is this and why is that and um yeah like for me it was like all those jobs and all those positions that i did and the work that i used to do like all led to like me doing this now and i kind of look at it and i'm like wow like god literally like made sure i had like every single job um <laughs> that I was going to need for like, you know, running pub lab now. Um, so that, that's kind of where I, that's kind of how I see it. I, I think, I think every, I think everybody's path and journey is unique. I think it's just having faith and um, having faith in what you're doing. And then also having faith in others to help get you there. And if, if it's, if it's going to happen, then it will just happen. And sometimes you don't have any control over it. Sometimes it's literally like, you know, you know, God putting you in the, in the right position to, to, to make that move when you're ready. So that's kind of how I see it. I don't know if that's the answer to your question, but no, no, a hundred percent is. I just yeah. think, you know, I, I think it's really unique too, because, you know, obviously you've got your own background and you, oh, thank you. I, and you've got, uh, you know, your own kind of you know, way path you got to pleb lab and everything, but you know what? I think that it, it, your background's unique, but you having a bunch of different positions and kind of just going through life, maybe not necessarily isn't as unique to like, you know, people in the Bitcoin space, right? Because there's nobody that's been in really in Bitcoin for 15 years, right? I mean, it's created 2008 and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, like at the end of the day, you, you have some sort of skill or something that you've done in a previous job, previous life, whether it's, you know, something like that, that you can help and use that experience to kind of help build up the Bitcoin space. And I think that that's your, you're like a, you know, the poster child for that, dude, like you, you've used like not only, you know, your own experience, but your mom's experience and like kind of just your overall life experience to kind of help build it up. And like, you know, all, all it took was just a little bit of passion to find behind Bitcoin. And I think like that's the one unique aspect that I see about the Bitcoin space as a whole, as I'm talking to all these plebs, you know, throughout the day is that every single person has some sort of, different background that they're bringing in but the one similarity that they all have is just passion for bitcoin and passion for the bitcoin mission mm -hmm. and i think that that's you know that's like awesome and that's what's kind of got me jacked up here in austin is just mm -hmm. seeing like all that stuff seeing you know people like yourself who are just you know doing it all out of the you know kindness of their heart and and wanting to you know improve the world that they live in 
And, you know, I, I mean, just sitting here, like you, you reflecting about this and just, you know, knowing you for, for the few months that I have and just seeing how, you know, your expression as you're kind of going mm-hmm. through all this stuff, I'm like, you know, you're, you're just like really like sitting back like, wow, this is kind of a journey and it's brought me all here. And you're just like, man, uh, yeah, ever thankful that you, you know, maybe that you found Bitcoin or, or everything. But at the end of the day, it was all kind of, you know, this path that you see has kind of been lined up to get you where you're at. Yeah, that, that's, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I'm very much a believer in, in, in God and, and kind of his, his will and, and all those things. And so like, for me, it's, it's, um, yeah, a lot of that stuff is attributed to him and, and to the people ar- around me that have helped me g- get where I'm at today. Um, I, I will say though, like, um, it's not all, you know, you know, you know, sunshine and roses and uh, yeah. that kind of thing. It's, it's a very hard, like building on Bitcoin is very hard. I, I, I think running a business in general is very hard. Um, like for me, like one of the things that I hope to get um, better at is I, I want to start reaching out to more and more um, Bitcoin um, like companies and people that are in charge of these companies. Cause I want to learn from them. Like um, I, I remember uh, like when I was doing producing with Marty, the, the NVK came in one day and, I was, uh, he was there, like Marty was interviewing him. And I remember him like making a big impression on me just from like after I had met him and then hearing him talk about building a Bitcoin business and stuff. And somebody like him, I I, I looked to in the space and I'm like, wow, like, gosh, um, like, like the amount of knowledge and, um, you know, uh, just sheer like, uh, determination to build a Bitcoin business and be successful at it. Um, is just like to me i just i want to go and learn like i want to know what he knows uh same thing when i when i um when i when i met graham from voltage he's another person i'm just like wow like i want to and i'm lucky like i have a lot of friends that are like startup founders and stuff like that so i get to lean on them and ask them questions but for me i i look at some of these older <laughs> bitcoin company people in charge and i'm like man like I want to know what they know as far as like how to run it efficiently. Where 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 are they cutting expenses? Like where are they seeing revenue growth? Like all those things. And it sounds very kind of dorky and geeky, but it's just like nah, I want to learn those things because I think I can actually, I can I can take that kind of, you know, uh, that kind of like thing that they give me and then apply it to what I'm doing. So yeah, I think there's there's a lot to learn. Uh, uh, with a building a Bitcoin business and I'm, I'm still in the very early, early, early days. I'm just like a little, just barely hatched and I'm hoping I can stay, stay around long enough. <laughs> We're so, so early, right, Carr? I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not only just like business. I mean, I, I think like the interesting start, uh, part that you brought up too is like, you know, you look at some of these businesses like, you know, um, like NBK or like for like, uh, you know, his company, uh, CoinKite. CoinKite. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why I was, I was going to say cold card, but I'm, that's obviously like one of the products. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why the, the name is. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great product. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know why the name was escaping me, but you know, CoinKite has been a while around, along for around for a while when it comes to like Bitcoin land, but at the same time, it's, it's still a very young company. Yeah. And yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting that you kind of look at these guys to like lean on it. But you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, when you're in a Bitcoin company for like four years and you've gone through maybe one of these like cycles mm-hmm. where it's gone up and down and you've kind of seen the bull run in the bear market and kind of gone through that, that puts some hair on your chest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit different when you're dealing with like a volatile asset that, you know, it takes a lot of conviction to kind of stick behind. And so, you know, as somebody that's kind of starting off in that and you're kind of building it in a bear market, you know, I mean, obviously PubLab started, didn't start yesterday but mm-hmm. it, it did start kind of like in this interesting time where we've seen the price kind of you know almost like mm-hmm. nosedive so talk about that as building um you know this yeah. a bitcoin only business uh in such like a volatile kind of uh you yeah. know, space so like one of the i was talking about my it career earlier and like that was one of the things that um Bill, my my previous um, like my my boss at my prior prior job, where he would always talk about like um, being in the technology space. Your the ground is always going to shift underneath you every three two to three years, and so I remember seeing that in 20, 2015, 20, and then in twenty seventeen, and then in twenty twenty when I left, and then you seen it again in twenty twenty three. So like 
every two to three years, if you're just involved in the technology space, the ground usually shifts underneath you. At that time, we were doing like servers and everything was going cloud. Um, and then prior to that, it was just like a software or whatever that's getting upgraded. So whatever it is, like whatever, like if it was or everybody was moving to SaaS or privacy was a big thing and security um, and like legislation was passed around that for MSPs. So it's like those type of things. I remember thinking like at the time, I was like, how do you know these are coming? And he would just say, he's like, just expect them, like build for them, build for those, those moments because they are going to happen. And I think when we came in in 2020 or 2021, I think the Bitcoin space was completely different than where it is here in 2023. So when we started Plub Lab in 2021 in October, it's completely different. Um, and then 2023 now, it's 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 a different, entirely different space. But it, it, it we're going through another little shift right now, at least in the Bitcoin space, where I kind of see, yeah, the 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 price of Bitcoin and all those things. But it, it there's also a technology shift that's happened underneath us. That's not even you know, that's not even the money that we're talking about, right? That's just like, uh, as, as, as a technology company, that's another thing that's happening. So it's, it's being aware of these things and it's like building for them and, and, and knowing that, Hey, like this, um, this will always, there will always be these oncoming forces that you can either prepare for or, or you don't, but ideally you'd want to prepare for them and then be ready for them. And, and sometimes it's just pure luck and talking to the right people and, and um, you know, building a network of, of other builders that you can then lean on and, you know, kind of what we do, man, you know, we have our like weekly call that we all talk about these things. Like it's just, it's building a little tribe that can, that we can all kind of watch out for each other. And I think Bitcoin in general, just like the people that I have talked to already kind of do that. Um, so I, I think that's another thing is just being aware of these things and talking and, and, and being willing to share this information because we're all trying to survive, you know, the oncoming storm. Yeah, 100 percent. So, so, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you describe something that is kind of similar to tech and Bitcoin where it's like ever changing in the background. Mm hmm. So I think the Bitcoin space is unique because it seems like like there's always a push for open source, like full transparency and, you know, kind of just like building each other up, essentially, it seems like at least for that way. Whereas tech, it seems like it's almost the opposite. And I don't know if uh, not maybe not it's as cutthroat or anything like that, but, you know, it, it's more like, all right, building in the background, not really as open facing. And then, you know, when you know, stuff kind of hits the fan or whatever, they're kind of like closed off and private about it. Whereas, you know, I feel like in the Bitcoin space, when things go wrong or whatever, you know, it's uh, at least from my experience or seeing like some of the other Bitcoin companies, they're always there to kind of try to help and answer or help or figure out what went wrong, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Is that something that, you know, you've kind of noticed as well? Um, maybe, maybe you don't have to like rip fully on tech, but just like kind of speak to like, I guess the openness and open source kind of aspect of Bitcoin. Like, do you think that that's, you know, like actually prevalent when it comes to a lot of these Bitcoin companies, uh, especially when you're talking to some of these other founders or, you know, startup guys and whatnot? I, th I think, I think in my experience, I, I think there's, like I remember being in it in a, I wouldn't call it a tech company, but I, I did work for a web hosting company that was pretty big and doing a lot of their backend. And they used all sorts of like Linux distro. I think it was, um, gosh, I forget the name. It wasn't Fedora, but it was uh, another variation of that. I forget the name now. It doesn't matter. But the, 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 at that, I remember working for that company and thinking like, they they was more tech bros like it was more that kind of culture where it was like you know i mean good or bad but it was just kind of that and i remember when i went to started working for like this msp that i used to work for um it was different because it was a, it was an austin based firm um it was it was teaching me how to build like a practical revenue focused kind of company um it was like humble beginnings the way he had built it out um just it was just the right leadership and i remember when i worked at that tech company it just it didn't have the right leadership if anything it had too many like too many middle management positions and so i, th I think that's the biggest thing I, I think when i look at bitcoin companies i think the, the the ones that i know i feel like a lot of us are trying to build like a practical bitcoin business and, and trying to figure out how to generate profit and, and do those you know things um 
but it's still early days. I think everybody's trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not only for like just the plebs kind of being in the space of trying to find their own, I think, you know, the companies are still trying to find their own and it's not only, I mean, I mean, we're seeing that it, it's interesting too, because, you know, for Bitcoiners and kind of people in general, mm-hmm. you know, maybe just maybe just unique to Bitcoin, but there's a lot of startups, right? Because it's a new industry just in general. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, not every startup is going to make it. Right. And so, like, th- there's a, a lot of these companies that, you know, that maybe they have a good product or service or, you know, something built around Bitcoin, but maybe they don't have the right backing or, you know, maybe they just, you know, s- something along the way kind of finds... Uh, you know, it leads to a bump in the road or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, the founder gives up a little little mm-hmm. too soon or something like that. You know, it, it is tough to build a business. So, you know, uh, I guess what gets you like, what are you most looking forward to with Pleb Lab? Like, you know, because obviously, you know, we kind of lined out your path for here and, uh, you know, we kind of described it as like kind of linear, but obviously anybody's path to get to where you know, you are at or anybody else like, you know, that's kind of gone through their trial that had to go through some sort of trials and tribulations, some sort of bumps in the road. Um, So, you know, as we're kind of describing maybe some of the difficulties that that Pleb Lab has going through, like, you know, obviously talking to other Bitcoiners and some of these other guys kind of helps you stay level headed. But, you know, what is one thing that you think has kind of helped you um, you know, kind of go through some of these, like maybe, maybe difficult times, um, as you're, you know, now that the Pleb Lab CEO and kind of help build that out. And, you know, maybe some of these stressful times as like planning sats by and kind of going through that, like, what is one thing that you can like point to that, or maybe not one thing, maybe multiple things that uh, you can point to that you think has like really helped you, you know, kind of, uh, and not weather the storm, but just, uh, you know, like maybe through some of those bad days, just kind of help you keep going. Yeah, I think I think obviously having the people inside the lab to to lean on is a big thing. I think if you can if you're building a company, like you shouldn't do it alone. Like especially like in I would just say any kind of company. I wouldn't just say Bitcoin exclusively. I would say like if you're building a company like of any sort, you you kind of want your your people around you, your your kind of tribe, right? Um, and, and that and that happens in like a co working space and. And I, I, I think, I think for me, when I look at what I'm doing here, it's, it's like having that community, uh, is, is especially, um, important. Um, and I, I would also say like, I think if you're, I think for me in like Pub Lab situation and, and the places we're going and, and hope to be, I think, I think for me now kind of having the reins of everything and kind of seeing where it's kind of at, I, I'm really just trying to do everything the right way. I don't know else how else to explain that. It's like doing everything the right way as to the best of my ability that I know how to do. Uh, and whether that's like seeking information from the right people to then, you know, facilitate that or reaching out for help or just um, acknowledging things that I might have my limits on um, in capabilities uh, and then seeking out help for that. I, I think it, I think that to me is probably the most um, uh, helpful advice I can get to anybody that's out there trying to do something. It's just like, sometimes it's just, it's just, it's just making sure that you're, 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 you're tying up every loose end. You're, you're crossing every T you're dotting every I and you're putting your best work every day in and out uh, of the office. And then, and then waking up the next day and doing the exact same thing all over and then and then just being consistent and 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 thorough and detail and trying to maintain that pressure uh whether it's external or internal um and and being um being of help to others too at the same time there's a, there's a, I hate to bring this up but there's a great movie that I saw over the weekend it's called First Man have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Is it uh is it on Netflix or where did you see that? It, I think it's just on Apple TV, okay. but like you could you can watch it. I, I recommend anybody to to watch that movie because the, the it's about Neil Neil Armstrong and everybody okay. knows who Neil Armstrong is, yeah. like first man to you know walk on the moon. Um to seeing like the way he operated uh to like this high level. I'm not trying to compare like 
Bitcoin startups to like rocket ships or anything. Or, <laughs> hey, but uh, they're all going to the moon, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Uh, but I, I think what I'm trying to say is like, for me, when I saw that movie, I saw I saw a man who was under immense pressure from not only his 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 superiors, but his the people around him, his family, his wife, his kids, the government. Um, outside pressure from like the media um, and then the, the, then the pressure to get on the moon. Um, and at the time they didn't even know like most of what they were doing. Right. Or at least in the movie, they explained that the, a lot of the stuff that they, they didn't even know what they were doing. Uh, but they were all so focused on like making this a real thing. So when I saw that movie, I remember thinking, I was like, wow, like, car you don't have it nearly as bad like you what are you doing like you're you're not like it's it's just like realizing like sometimes it's just like you might think you're doing the most important thing in the world or you might think you're like your your job is so hard or whatever it's not it's like stay humble it's like stay humble realize the situation you have and like try your best to figure it out with your god-given abilities and if you can't do that find somebody to help you do it. Um, th- that's, that's kind of how I see it. It's just like, there's no excuse. The only excuse is just in your, in your mind to not achieve it. And so it's just like, stay consistent, like stay consistent, stay humble. Like that's, that's the best thing you can do, you know? Yeah, no. And I think like the, the big thing that I take away from all that is like at the end of the day, as the older I get and the more, you know, you kind of uh, interact with, know adults or people who are maybe mm-hmm. higher up in companies i think like at the end of the day nobody really knows what they're doing <laughs> you know I mean, I mean just to kind of put it at like kind of a little light to it but you know i think like everybody's just kind of figuring it out as they go and i think that that's what's kind of uh you know inspiring as i've gotten to know you is like you know you don't let any obstacle really you know stop you when it comes to all this stuff you're just like hey you know you 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 roll with the punches you figure it out as Mm. you know you you kind of go and you don't really make any excuses about it and you're not afraid to you know reach out to to people for help or anything and i think that's you know kind of your your superpower too is that uh you know you're able to ask for help you know where a lot of people maybe have a lot of pride when it comes to that too so um and not only that too like you 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 help elevate everybody around you which which uh you know i think is awesome and you know Mm -hmm. i think uh that's the the thing that i've noticed the most here in austin is that it's the community aspect of all of it right because you know it's you know, like obviously you help like spearhead a lot of that with initially getting the Austin, you know, Bitcoin uh, club together. But, you know, mm-hmm. you're only one person starting mm-hmm. that. And then it's like uh, so many like minded people get together like that. It's just exploded into something that's obviously, you know, it's much bigger than than you. It's much bigger than Pleb Lab. It's it's huge. Like like I've been seeing like this mecca almost here and it's uh you know it's truly inspiring to see it all kind of pan out and there's so many different you know events and other things like that going on so you know on that note with pleb lab and other things and you know all these events obviously we're here in the middle of sats by but you know we're in the first quarter of the year so we still got a good ways to go uh what are some of the things that you're looking forward uh for in in the Austin area, maybe it's, maybe it's not Pleb Lab specific, but, or it could be, uh, do you guys have any like other big plans, uh, other big things that you foresee in this, uh, in 2023? Yeah, I think, um, continuously helping more companies, more startups, more projects. Um, we want to do more hackathons, uh, more startup days, stuff like that. Um, so continuously doing that and then continuously like supporting our community, um, Nifty's throwing Bitcoin plus plus next month. That's going to be a lot of fun. So it definitely come check, come to Austin for that. Um, of course, you know, we have the Miami conference every year, so I'm sure a lot of people will go to that. Um, and then there's some other really interesting developer concert com- conferences that are kind of sprucing up TabConf is another big developer conference that, you know, I'm going to attend and Plub Lab will be in attendance too as well. So it's, uh, it's those kind of things that I'm looking forward to for the rest of the year. But it's also like this is also like a building year and and like, you know, stay light, try not to turn, you know, you know, spend too much money. You know, you want to like survive these years. You got to be like very cognizant of everything Um, so that that's kind of the thing, too, as well. I got to be mindful of 
Um, but I, I, I do, th- I do think there's, there's a lot to look forward to in the Bitcoin space right now. And Oscar's kind of become this like behemoth, right. And everybody's building on it. Um, and, and for me, I, I think, I think the, the Nostra stuff is really cool. I can't wait to see what gets built this weekend. There's the lightning to see how far that has come. Like LNURL is like really kind of taken off and I've, and we're seeing it really happen, you know, to, you know, to, to, to degrees, like with, with the Nostra stuff. So that, that to me looks really cool. The chat GBT stuff looks really cool. I, I can't wait to see some of the project ideas that come out from this weekend. Quite frankly, there's going to be, I think hundred, we have 124 people signed up right now. Um, that's the biggest hackathon that I've ever been a part of since I've been doing it. Um, yeah, and when I and when I got started doing these hackathons inside of Austin, I remember I remember um, the guys used to tell me some of the desi told me they're like, yeah, car, we'd only get like twenty people or like twenty five people. It's like really, why, how, like how is that? Like to me, it's just it's always boggled my mind, you know that um, the, you know, how little support these kind of hackathons have. But we've been very lucky. I think Plubab is very lucky. I think Austin's been very lucky that everybody kind of supports it. So it's kind of cool. I can't wait to see what kind of gets built. To be to be honest with you, yeah, man. And it, can't wait like, to see. It's it's interesting you brought up the Noster development too, because like I don't know, just from me being in Tampa and like just kind of hanging mm-hmm. out in in Twitter, like I the only time I really heard about Noster was when like Jack Dorsey. I mean, the first time I heard about it was when Jack Dorsey kind of tweeted about it. But you know, as I I uh, talked a little bit with. Um, I forgot. I forgot. Super? I mean, yeah, I think it was with Super today. Uh, when I talked with him, Super Testnet, uh, he was like talking about how he like heard about Nostra in like 2018 or mm-hmm. two or three years ago or something like that. And I'm like, wow, I, I feel like I'm <laughs> so like out of the loop that I haven't heard about it until just like fairly recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then there we got Nostrica, I think, going on in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, right that's now. happening right now, too. Yeah. yeah. So there's not only yeah. like what's going on here, it's like going on it's all over. Like, yeah. yeah, all over. But I mean, you know, I think that the crazy part is, is we're getting like all these devs, like you said, like under one roof and kind of the power of that. Like, I just keep going back to that, the power of the community and kind of just having all these like-minded people kind of there, uh, you know, under one roof and just, uh, just, yeah. just uh, building each other up. Man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like this Austin scene is, is something else, man. Yeah. We were talking about it today, but it's, 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 it's like two things, right? There's this Margaret Mead quote where she talks about how, Never underestimate a, a group of people can change the world. Uh, she then she says, "I." She goes, "Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has." And I, I think there there we're at a time right now in history where everybody realizes like the money is like the biggest problem with the state of the world right now. It's like the money's broken. There's something going on there. Everybody knows at this point the money's broken, and you literally have some of the brightest minds um, in the in in. In, in the world working on this one problem, you know, attack, attack, attacking it from different areas, you know, whether it's like this web three, this thing, or this web five, or even those people that are like on crypto, they think that they're, they're trying to solve this problem too. And, and Bitcoiners, we, we all believe that we, we have it figured out. And so like, I think we're just in the right time in history where there's just like some really smart people working on, on some of these, on fixing some of these problems. And I think we're going to get there. I think it's just going to require everybody to 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 kind of you know help oh yeah yeah, yeah i mean i think I, yeah like you said like the, the more i spend time down here the more i uh and talk to people the more i think that we're gonna get there it's just like you know it's obviously not not a linear path or anything but i think you know the most inspiring part about all of this is like all right we've had like a, a little bit of a run-up to like 25k or whatever but it's not it's definitely not a bull market by any means right i mean we're, we're doing all this in in a bear market and i know the common phrase is like bear market is for building but you don't really you know you don't really see it unless you kind of come to austin so uh i'll give you the floor here what for all, any bitcoiner that hasn't visit austin yet what's the sales pitch like why should they come here why and not just like come? yeah why should they come and I, attend an event like this I, I would say this i would say just come for like uh, one of these things, you know, just either it's Satspy or Bitcoin Plus Plus next month, or you could pick any any random week in in Austin, and you'll have things to do. Like it, it's at a point now where, like for me, every day is Bitcoin, <laughs> uh, but it, it's like it's like it's uh, it's a big thing, man. And what's cool is like you're seeing new people come in and, sh- and get orange pilled. 
Um, and people that were in these other cryptos and now they're getting orange. Like it's, that's the cool thing too. But I would say if you're from out of state or you know out of country and you're thinking about visiting Austin, I would say, yeah, just come. I and mean, you can always ring the doorbell here at Plub Lab. Uh, somebody will answer it. You know, you can get yourself a day pass, hang out with us. Um, you can go to the commons. Commons has great events over there every week. So you could go do that too. Like, I, I think I think I think for me, I think if I was going to attribute one thing to come to Austin is the people like some of the people that you'll meet here, like you get to know them on a personal level and you get to hang out with them and it, it becomes strong as a stronger bond than just Bitcoin. You know, you start helping them because you, you're you're investing in them as a, as a person. You want to you want to see them you know, grow and stuff. So I think for me, that's kind of the reason to, to, to come is so the people are, are very are very passionate and unique here. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I echo that point and yeah. that sentiment a hundred percent. You should move here, Brennan. <laughs> I, I it would be, dude, it would be epic. If you, if you move green candle to Austin, it'd be crazy. It'd be like, so amazing, dude. You would have, I know. I'm just know. saying, dude, it would, it would, it would be like legendary. Cause you can work out of this office if you want. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? There'd be so much opportunity here for yeah, you. Yeah, it's definitely it's te- definitely tempting, especially because I, I mean, the, the hardest part is like I grew up here, so like I don't know. It almost feels uh, like going back home. Yeah, like, yeah. like a personal kind of like almost like a step back. Even though there's yeah. so much building here, it's like it would probably you know help out a lot. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I I I never want to write anything off, you know, or or anything like that. So it definitely could be a possibility here yeah. in the future. You never M- know. maybe just sick. Uh, Maybe just come every month, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, you planted <laughs> you planted the seed, though. I mean, and the other thing is too, you know, I do have family here, so I do have like a, a nice like couch to crash on if I, yeah. I want to come here. So um, there we go. But yeah. a car, dude, you've given me a bunch of your time today, and uh, you know, you're always super generous, and I really do appreciate it. Oh, so thanks, thanks, dude. thanks for coming on. But uh, for those who don't follow you or uh, don't know your pod or Stacker News or anything like that, where can they uh, find all that and uh, connect with you? Yeah, I would say first thing is if you guys are interested in in coming to Plub Lab and visiting Plub Lab and being a part of Plub Lab, we have memberships and there's an application for our accelerator. So you can go do all of that at PlubLab.com. First and foremost, uh, after that, you know, I have a weekly pod with my best friend Keon. We do a Stacker News Live. Um, and that's a, a lot of fun. It's finally starting to grow now, which is kind of interesting. People are watching it. Um, and then I do a weekly pod where, uh, you know, I interview sometimes it's just like people in Austin. Um, it's mostly, it's more like culture focused uh, inside the pod. And we talk about a lot of different stuff, privacy, lightning. And today we're talking about writing with Ninja Grandma. So it's like, um, it's all over the place, but it's, it's a good time. And uh, you can learn all that stuff on thrillerbitcoin.com. That's my media company. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at thrillerx underscore. Also on Noster, thrillerx. And um, yeah, dude, thank you again, Brandon, for having me on. This is pretty epic. Of course, man. I always love uh, sitting down and chatting with you. So we'll have to have you back on in the future. And uh, yeah, everybody check out his stuff. Check out Thriller Bitcoin too. I I made an appearance on it a little while ago, but they've got a lot better episodes with uh, guests a lot cooler than me. You were were, were like one of our biggest episodes. (laughs) I appreciate that, man. All right. Well, check out Thriller. Check out Satspy. Check out Pleb Lab. Do all that stuff. And uh, yeah, tune in to uh, all the stuff that they got going on and Let's uh, be on the lookout for all the cool stuff we'll be building this weekend, man. I'm hyped. Me too.